0: Set hike. You are listening to Dynasty. What's going Logics. on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dynasty Logics. I'm here. I'm Bobby. On the other side, what's going on, Tom?
1: Week four. Here we go. Asking for more.
0: <laughs> Come get it, brother. Um, <laughs> so, uh, quick update on uh, on the Dynasty front. Uh, I think we all like to see kind of how how the analysts are doing over here. Well, one's an analyst. The other one's just a maniac. So, uh, I'm doing fucking terribly, uh, basically across the board. Um, I've in one redraft, I have the second highest amount of points yet. I'm one in three. So, uh, let's, let's just exercise patience. That's what I try to keep telling myself before I drive off the cliff. Uh, but Tom, how are you doing on uh, on your side? I'm good. doing all
1: right, brother. I'm good. I'm I'm good. You know, you win where you win, and you lose where you lose. You know, you, you're rowing into week four, right? And um, and I was reminded there's one extra week, right? Now there's 14 regular seasons in our fantasy schedule, so you do have an extra week, so it's not end all. If you're 0 three, you're not out, right? So let's not panic. Let's not hit the panic button. Just use the gauge, right? If you're scoring points and you're 0 three. As, a, as an owner said to me, <laughs> if you're putting up one of the top three high scores and still losing, don't get too defeated. That'll work in your favor eventually. Eventually, I, on the other hand, you know, you just need to tweak the roster, right? That was the fun part, right? Now this is the time of year where, you know, the last couple of weeks there wasn't much in the way of wire. This is the time of year you now you get some injuries. You dig a little deeper, try to dig some more dart throws, right? Some you know, find some more variants. You know, find some free guys, right? That's what we're gonna we we'll going to talk about some cheap free guys, some weird situations, some stuff we saw this weekend, some numbers that stood out. Trying to build that back-end bench, right? That's pretty much what you're doing at this point. I mean, if you're replacing for injuries, you know, and I own McCaffrey, am I going to pay for Chuba Hewitt? No, I'm not. Honestly, I want to say I'd rather have Freeman. I think Freeman's going to get a similar snap share. trust a little bit more with the blocking. Um, he's the guy I'd go try to buy cheaper personally, but Again, that's not really a replacement to me. Like, he was not gonna like, he's not going to replace McCaffrey. He's not going to replace him. So, hopefully, I, you know, I have somebody on my bench to be able to – I mean, I'm lucky enough to, you know, have guys – I have Mike Davis. So, do I want to play Mike Davis? No. No, but he's at least get me 10 points. So, <laughs> Am I worried about that? <laughs> I'm worried about that snap share going down. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I'll take 10 points at this point. Like, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not going to get desperate pay for Chubby Hewitt and just – you know, panic real quick. If I can get them cheap, but you know, then again, this isn't the cheap time of season. Guys will try to rake you over the coals. The guy paid a fifth for him, and I ah, give me a second, you're like, I ah, forget. It. Just, <laughs> just, just go pick up a fullback, right? There's a bunch of those, right? Uh, Alec Ingold. Uh, Kyle yeah. You use check. check. Yeah, just get use check. He, he's he's been he's been dude, an he's emergency bi- animal, dude. He's been my bi week emergency guy, like November. I think every year, once a year in November, I throw him in a lineup. Like, everyone's dead, and I need a third running back. I'm like, all right, who played? Who's got a chance to score a touchdown? I'm like, he does. He gets, like, two targets a game, two carries. I'm like, fine. <laughs> he gets me, like, seven points. you like, doing a dance. Sweet. I like, get seven points for a pullback. Hey, man, it's better than paying for a running back who's just as garbage. You know, I was as me going to pay, you know, pay a fifth of Philip Lindsay or something stupid. Like, I'm like, forget it. let just roll the dice with the same, the same variants of garbage that's out there on the waiver wire. This whole fullback sticks. Yeah, went in doubt. Just get a fullback.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm telling you that my my buddy Alec Ingle over in uh over in Las Vegas. Uh, oh. that was that was quite a yeah, uh That was good. It's just it's consistent. It's right up there with use check. Uh, yeah, but it's hopefully a poleman's use check.
1: Hopefully you're not turning to that and in going into week four. <laughs> like if you if if you have to play a fullback, all joking aside, uh, then yeah, so you should make a trade for a runner back at this point. I mean, I've had to use in November. Like you get a, you get a bye week and a couple of injuries a little bit later. But we're over the week four. If you're you know if you lost McCaffrey and you you know you lost a couple of backs. You know you're you're treading water right here. You can go find one, but I don't think it's that important. Um, just I think there's a lot of you know variants you can find in the way of our anything anything out there. What do you got this week? Any, any guys that pique your interest this week? That's a nice good value, or good buy. Well,
0: so there's going to be many people out there talking about some guy that I've been talking about since we started this podcast. Boy's name's Tommy Tremble. Tommy, I couldn't be any happier. Um, in all seriousness, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for. You know, he's a rookie. It's. I'm not saying you know the unicorn is still a very, very difficult animal to grab. However, he's giving me shades of the rainbow right now, and I'm looking forward to what he's got out there. Uh, you know, you were you were telling me about you know who's going to be running the ball. Well, how about let's just throw in a tight end jet sweep.
1: Who does that? Carolina does that last Thursday. How, how about how about let's how about let's throw in a tight end who played fifty seven percent snaps on special teams, right? How about that for athleticism, right there, right? I stand corrected. Bravo, sir. You you and Carolina saw the athleticism. Right to give the guy a jet sweep. I thought. I mean, I knew he had blocking skills, but then he's out there on special teams. I'm like, all right. And then what happens? Right? They trade away Daniel Arnold, and you you're looking better and better in dynasty. But again, in dynasty, you own them. Are you selling them right now? Are you, are you not. trying to you trying to cash in? Or are you waiting? Right? It's, no, it's, I'm it's, waiting. It's nice. On this. It's nice news, though. It's great. This thought, a, it's good
0: signs. This is a guy that I saw a while ago that I thought would be interesting, and you know. There's another tight end uh, that had significantly more, um, you know, draft capital that was used on him, and that was a uh, in uh, in Pittsburgh, who's playing just fine right now. Oh, nice! He, I like him. He's he's doing really well, but for Tommy, you know, that was that was a guy that I thought I could grab a little bit cheaper, and ding ding um, ding. And I want to tell you a little more about kind of that backstory in that Carolina tight end locker room right now. Oh no, Ian
1: Thomas stories. Oh, my heart.
0: <laughs> well, you know that's that's when you, know. jump, you yeah. jump too far ahead. Although he was the lead blocker on that run, it <laughs> was really I good. I nice see. Um, but I'm going to tell you about a uh, a Temple kid. By the way, I think Carolina really likes Temple. And the XFL, because both of these guys, PJ Walker and Colin Thompson, not only came from Temple, played on the same team, but also went to the XFL and are both on Carolina rosters right now.
1: We're gonna we're gonna wait to see if that's good or bad.
0: So Colin Thompson last year was all over the place. Uh the past couple of years. You remember last week we were talking about Journeyman. Jake Pollister's another one. Uh guys who just really lunch, good. you want to talk Lunch pail. L- lunch pail. So you want to talk about size? Tommy and Colin Thompson are the exact same size. They're 6'5", 250, and they're both fantastic run blockers. And what does that line need for Sam Donald right now? Blockers. Ding, ding, that ding. line That line's in a, and is, is having some trouble. So Tommy Trumbull is actually flying right under the wing of Colin Thompson Uh, who was a journeyman, but he got an extension back in January. And the one who was out, the odd man out, was just the opportunity. Dan Arnold's off to Jacksonville. We can get down there in a couple of minutes. But I'm really excited about what the opportunity is there. If there's anybody who's still odd man out, it's Ian Thomas, but I still want to watch that. I still it's, want to see how that develops.
1: Interesting. From listening to you, right? I would tell you that Ian Thomas is the buy in this, right? He I is. I mean, I mean, it, it, if they're going to if they're going to use the 2 ten blocking, right? And Dan Arnold was the passing tight end, right? That leaves a vacancy, mm-hmm. right? And, and we know that Ian Thomas is athletic, right? We know he can go out there and do stuff. Blocking, you know, it was a nice block on the run, but um, I, th- yeah, I think Ian Thomas is is a good dart throw. But I agree. I mean, dynasty wise. Yeah, Tommy Tremble's a good sign. He's the guy you want to buy. He put taxi squad. You know, he's the guy was saying, yeah, you see signs of life and he could get better. It's a rookie tight end. Do, do we expect him to be a starter on a team? Nah, week three, right? You see that progression. I mean, I, I have him on the path of, uh, you know, where Knox is right now, right? Mm-hmm. Summer path, like third year, right? Finally started to throw some flashes, getting five, six targets, getting some rents targets. You know, that's that's the time frame of a tight end, you know, like a Tommy Tremble, right? That's what you're looking at. You know, and that's why I ask people, I go, if you're getting excited, you get excited because either, A, you're flipping them, uh, or, B, you know, you're excited about the future. Those are the two things that you're basically looking at right now. And it's great. It's what you want to see when you, you know, take guys later in rookie drafts and, you know, the team likes them, and the team tells you what they thought. So it's it's a great call. Love it.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. But I, I know while you were sitting there, uh, same uh – same Thursday night, you were, uh, you were bathing in glory because you're watching Mills, your buddy Mills. And you even you even led our listeners to go to our website, that's DynastyLogix.com, and write a little article about this guy. So, bravo, by the way. Neither one of us are journalists. We don't no. claim to be. We just love the game. We yep. want to tell you about who we love. So oh, Tommy, what it. did you find this week
1: with uh Mr. Mills? Um, you know, it's it's funny because I mean I didn't expect David Mills to to produce most of this year, right? Uh I did predict him to start. I thought it was gonna be like week eight for the bye week, but injuries happen. Um and I, I felt I had to write something up and I'm glad you asked me about him because the fact that a lot of people were like, wow, he didn't play well. Listen, the kid played eleven, he had eleven starts since high school. <laughs> right? He doesn't have great numbers, right? And that was, you know, that's the big thing. His numbers aren't great. And you watch him and you're like, huh. But what you don't see, and the intangibles, the X factor, right? That wild card, that wow factor that, you know, that we like to find here is that mental. The kids, the kid's quarterback IQ is great, right? And what I loved, and the best thing that I saw about him, every time he scrambled and every time he slipped in the pocket. His head was always up. Right, Most young quarterbacks, once they leave the pocket and, and they scramble, their head goes down, they look to run. Like, he can run. He didn't run because every time he rolled out, he still looked to throw. Over and over again, head up, head up. And other coaching staff told him, don't turn the ball over. And he didn't. Didn't turn the ball over. Looked really good in two-minute drills. Did he have some bad throws? Absolutely. Uh, you know, Anthony Miller's first game with him. I mean, the kid's first pro game. You know, they dumbed it down for him. But that's good signs of life. Like I said... They're another team that, uh, you know, they drafted Mills for next year, right? They wanted to groom the kid, ease in, which, you know, happened to another quarterback that, you know, we both liked. And that happened to Justin Fields. I think it's a similar situation where people thought a lot about him. And we love Fields. And I think Fields is going to be great. I don't think that team is ready to be able to protect a guy like Fields as much as they need to right now. And I think I think Chicago is worried about it. Right? That's why they were starting Dalton. And now you're hearing Nick Foles. It's not a knock on Fields. It's really not. And it's not a knock on Mills. You know, if they replace Mills, like it won't be a knock on him. They just don't want to get these kids killed when you spend draft capital and you believe in a guy. Like again, it's, it's that old, you know, David Carr syndrome where you throw the kid out to get talents, talent, but then he gets absolutely destroyed and his confidence is done. So, you know, I think teams will be a little smarter and trying to protect some of these young quarterbacks. So, you know, look in between the numbers. Look at the good positives. They're all gonna have, you know, they're all young kids, they're gonna look for progression. But you know, I'm looking for positives and you know, I thought that was a you know positive note. It kept them, you know, they were in the game, too many to look good, good plays, bad plays. You know, that's that's all you're looking for right now.
0: Well, I I mean one of the things that you were talking about with uh with friggin' Justin Fields, by God, what a travesty. Um, (laughs) in two games, he's been sacked 11 times. It helps when you get sacked nine times in one game, there was absolutely no protection. Um, I mean, you're literally committing just team malice. You want to talk about Derek Carr. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. Or David Carr, not Derek Carr. Derek Carr's actually doing pretty well. Yeah, it was David. Uh, Love David, the it was David.
1: And, and that's why that's why the Texans know. But that's why Mills—they're going to protect Mills. They they personally know better. So,
0: <laughs> so Mills was actually—he was—he was sacked uh, four times this week. Um, you know, you
1: sure? I thought it was only twice. I think It was only twice. Only one I really gonna... put on him. Um, a couple of them, he was—he he, he, he crossed the line. He got—he got, he got out a little bit. At <laughs> ah, 2-4 it doesn't I matter mean, he, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't turn whether, the ball whether, over he whether, didn't turn the ball over he gets sacked 12 times and not turn the ball over I'm happy as shit
0: yeah and, and that makes all the sense in the world I could probably still have another filter on there who the hell knows so whatever regardless the only other person who is equally as fucking terrible right now uh, and that's because the Jets are just <laughs> letting this kid die is
1: the
0: Zach Jets. Wilson? Oh, Paul Wilson. I, I mean, it's one you of the for. Who
1: do we feel worse for right now? Who do you feel worse for right now? Is it Mills or is it Wilson or is it Fields? Who do you feel worse for?
0: Listen, if there's anybody who I knew, who is it? it was it's
1: Wilson. Wilson. That's, a month ago, I've said Mills. So they feel bad right now. It's
0: Wilson, it's Wilson because he's just Damn. like I. They said, hey, we're going to spend some significant capital and we're just going to let you roam in an open field. But, you know, we're not going to tell you that there's landmines literally all over that are these massive DNs and D linemen that are just going to keep swallowing you. Oh, and hey, if, you, if you're if you not getting sacked, you're thrown in an interception. Like, I, by God, that is, it's, it's terrible on all fronts. Fields? If I were to say which one's got the worst bag, you know, Eileen Wilson. But damn, I mean, if I'm gonna just put it week three in a vacuum, it's Fields right now.
1: That, just what a bloody shame. Um, well, I think I think that team. I think that team uh, again. You know, teams tell you what they were doing, right? And 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 te- they built that team, and they they were gonna run that team this year around Andy Dalton. They were gonna play with Andy Dalton. They were going to run that defense, run the ball, play action, Robinson, right? That's what they built. Field's a little bit different. He's athletic. He moves around, right? That's a little bit different offense. And again, young kid feels pressure. What does he do? He moves around. Now he slides maybe the wrong way, the protection. Uh, and again, you're right. And that's the, that's, and I'm not taking, I'm not saying that Mills, I'm not saying that Mills is a better quarterback than Justin Fields. I'm not being that crazy. But when I saw the two differences, I saw a guy like Davis Mills when he slid in the pocket, he always slid to the right hole, right? He always seemed to step up to where the protection, you know, created the spot. He always seemed to keep his head up. Where Fields almost seemed to try to make a big play and try to go outside of where the blocking was and wasn't sure if it was blocking to his left or up the middle where the hole was gonna be. And, and, and I saw I confusion on the kid and I saw, you know, definitely there was a lot of confusion and Wilson, they look like they don't know what to run on a weekly basis. They, they don't know if they're going oh. to... They they, they they talk about run, 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 and they don't run the ball. And then, I don't know. It's the Jets. It's, you know, this is I, the Jets being the Jets, but it's, it's I will tell you
0: the difference is and, and you're, you're 100% right. Uh, the difference between Mills and Fields, though, has nothing to do with pure, raw ability. It is... Coaching in the lack of coaching in Chicago versus an Andrew Luck quarterback coach.
1: Game plan. Guys, like man. that's what yeah, you're right. It's, one game, yeah. all you do is one game plan. You couldn't game plan play for fields for one day. You didn't have this back, you didn't have this in your bag anywhere. All you had was play this all like all season. That's all you had. Like you never thought we were gonna play this game. Come on, oh. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. Bad it, 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 it's, a, bad.
0: it's a damn shame. Uh, 47 yards of offense, by the way, by the Chicago Bears. Um, so if you played anybody on that offense this week, my condolences. I, I don't know what else to tell you, but that sucks.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, you know, be warned. You know what's funny about this, Bobby, is I did Sunday morning. I like to ask Bobby some questions. But we you know, back and forth. We do some, uh, you know, start sit. And I said, Bobby, is it crazy that I should be concerned? And I, and I kind of want to sit Alan Robinson today because Fields is in. He goes, no, nah, it's crazy. He'll be fine. Prevolution wise, yeah. you realize well, you're going to be
0: chewing <laughs> those words, by the way.
1: Um, I got a
0: filet right. of soul spelled S-O-L-E. That you was got great.
1: You got soul.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> so- I I do fly with soul power though. That's that's how I roll. <laughs> I got uh, soul well, power. Uh, speaking of funk, right? Man, your boy came with it. Got his first carry. Talk to Jake, me about
1: Jake Funk, about guy. Jake Jake Funk, thanks, buddy. Jake Funk, the guy's in the pedal so far, right? My guy, who said, I guess you know, guaranteed he's getting drafted. Got drafted. Guaranteed he's making a roster, got laughed at, made the roster. Guaranteed he's going to be in the active week one roster, got laughed at, active week one roster. Guaranteed he gets snaps in the game. What did he get? He got the first and only carry of, his, of the game, right? One carry, six yards, boom. I don't care if he didn't do anything else. The kid made it. The kid tours ACL twice. It's a great comeback story. He's an amazing football player, great athlete. I'm, ha- I'm happy for him. I'm honestly happy for him. I mean, it's cool I made the call. Am I telling you to play Jake Funk? No, don't play him. I didn't play him and I love him. I'm not crazy. Come on. Um, but again, he's a guy I'm buying. Like I didn't own him on my taxi squad. Like again, they trust him enough where they only had two backs. It was Sony Michelle and him. That's all they had. I and mean, you know, like people kept saying that they, you know, they don't trust me, especially. Well, listen, you went and paid Matt Stafford. You're telling me you didn't trust him to block. He played 22% of the snaps. So he only played, you know, eight to 12 snaps or something. But again, you still ask him to go there and block. So, and you know what? He's a guy that, again, that you should be tracking, right? These are the guys that I'm looking to go buy right now, right? Guys like Jake Funk. And there's a bunch – there's a guy like Kalen Hill, right? Didn't have any snaps last week. But, again, he's a guy I'm still going to buy. You're watching injuries to running backs. You're seeing these backups go down. Buy the third one. Buy the cheaper third one, right? Buy a guy like Kalen Hill. The other guy I'd like to go buy right now, right? guy like Funk. Buy like Kalen Hill. Jamar Jefferson, there's another guy that I'm trying to go buy right now. Right, mm-hmm. the way that Detroit backfield is using both those running backs and that mm-hmm. volume, even if one of them goes down, this kid's going to get the ball. Right, I don't care if he hasn't got any. He hasn't gotten the game. Like, yeah, he's this is a, this is a perfect dynasty target. I'm going to look at right now. I'm not going to buy Chuba Hubert, right? Because it's not going to help me out. But this kid, I can might be able to buy cheaper because he hasn't done anything. Right. These are the guys we're telling you to buy. Buy. You can buy real cheap dart throws. You know that these guys didn't pay a lot for it. They might be looking to clear a roster spot, or you might have their backup. You know, maybe you can flip. You can flip Darrell Williams, right, to the guy who has who has Hilaire, right? He has Jefferson. Oh, I'll make that trade all day long, right? So you know, guys like that, you can go look at. um, And there's two. Actually, you know what? There's two other rookies just like that. Um, The other one is Felton, right? Right. He's got an uptick in snap shares. Yeah, you know, Landry went out. Beckham was out. And they snow. But Higgins was back last week. Peoples-Jones was there. And he, and he still, I like his target share going up. You know, he had zero five fourteen 14% target. I mean, uh, snap share. They like him. They trust him. They're on the field. Right? And the last the last rookie running back I'm going to give you is in a similar situation. And that's Chris Evans. That's a boy Captain America. Right? Again, P. Ryan's there. And he's getting like 22% of the uh, of the snap share. But P. Ryan's, eh, he's P. Ryan, nothing special. But Chris Evans, they've been giving him a little bit more. You know, he didn't play any week one. He had five week two, and then he jumped up to 11, right? And, they, you know, he caught a ball. But slow progressions. When I see signs of life from a number three back who's, who's a rookie, that's the dart third I want. Like, I don't want to retread, you know, P. Ryan. I'm not saying don't buy Ryan if you have Mixon. But if I have Mixon, I'm trying to get Chris Evans right now cheaper, right, for the bigger upside payday because he might be something. But these are some cheap running backs because there are no running backs available, right? So people are asking me, oh, are you trying to add this, right? Trying to add? Honestly, I'm trying to buy a couple of these cheap ones because, again, I like to get the guy two weeks before. I mm-hmm. want the guy before their injury, right? And I, and I also try – I don't try to back up my own guys. So, you know, I like to go get other dart throws. Maybe I can flip their backups for, you know, one backup I like. One of these four backups you can flip. You know, maybe you can flip a Chubba Hubert, right? And try to – maybe somebody's got two of these guys. Right. I, I mean, I, I'd make I'd make that trade. I mean, I, I'd go get a guy like, you know, Jefferson and Chris Evans for Hubert and make that swap
0: two for one. You know, so it, it's funny you were talking about some running backs and how there's not necessarily too many that are either A out there, B left or quite frankly uh, alive. But, uh, worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> but one guy I'm going to bring to your attention uh, who's getting plenty of snap share. Uh, but I'm, I'm fading on is Miles Gaskin. Uh, and the reason why I bring that at least in, in a matchup scenario right now, um, with we're set out there still getting hit, uh, rushing the ball, um, Gaskin's pass protection is garbage. It is absolute garbage, but you know, whose isn't Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown is sitting back there doing what he needs to do and uh and and he's keeping uh
1: he's keeping the protection clean so it's me, one of those let, let me ask you the question right because uh I own Gaskins some stupid random spot right so I have this debate who would you rather play Gaskins or Mike Davis just put in perspective how much you we, you have him right because that's the range I kind of have him in but if I had to choose one,
0: if I gotta choose one, <laughs> uh, right. you know, it, it, it's it's really a uh, a coin flip to me. So the, I'd have to look a little bit closer at
1: the the answer, at the Miami. The, the answer is I'm sorry, Tom. I just feel bad for you, you. have that choice because you should just. Oh, that, so you and, want me to just keep and,
0: saying my condolences the rest yes. of this episode?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Throw it in. You know, I'd be better off playing JD McKissick, which you're right. I'm better off probably playing JD McKissick than I am playing Mike Davis at Gaskins. That's what you're saying right now
0: basically okay
1: right. um that's good. that's good to know i was asking i good to know this well they're playing
0: that. they're playing the colts n- next week and and the colts like to like to figure out ways to to get a little a little more pressure on the uh on the quarterback too so you know in, in this in this instance yeah you know either my condolences or roll the dice davis but, you know, that that wide receiver, also known as a running back, Cordell Patterson, yeah. is really starting to piss off a lot of owners, <laughs> myself included. This will not die. This will only get worse throughout <laughs> the season. So just just prepare yourself now. Um,
1: or or he's, a, he's, a, he's a savior to some people, just not to love himself.
0: No, he can, he can rot in hell. So... So that's that's where I stand on that that one. But no, in all honesty, uh, PPR, um, and you have the ability to flex them, you know, if you're, if, you, if you need to play Cordell Patterson instead of, uh, you know in that instance, Instead of, probably, Davis, instead, instead of Mike Davis, instead of Mike Davis or, Ga- or, Ga- or Gaskins, it. right? Yeah, yeah you, no, you see I'll, I'm playing Patterson.
1: You see what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. All right, I'm just asking. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. And again, I, I might be playing McKissick for the upside over the other two because I think you're right. I think Davis and Davis and Gaskins are like 10, 12. I think it's Peyton Barber, right? I think it's I think they both turn into Peyton Barber, which sucks. I think they burn into 10, which is fine. You know, if they're bi week guys, 30, 10 points in, nothing wrong with that. Whatever. But if you're starting these, if you're looking down your roster and this is what you're starting every week, then you gotta figure something out at this one. You know, this is now you're going to week four. Or just cash
0: it, in your chips you and know. walk away. Or no, like, no, away no.
1: That's not true because I I I personally <laughs> I personally have I personally have a team, right? Where my flex spot is Gaskins, Davis, Ronald Jones, <laughs> right? And now it's Patterson. Now it's Patterson, right? That's my flex. Okay. I did this to myself. I understand what i drafted. I get it i <laughs> get it so there is hope because you can you know hopefully you can find somebody you know maybe maybe the jets give michael carter the ball more he improves and you know he can lay you know hit later on or a guy like sermon who hit and williams looks like he's coming on you know you can you can wait you can wait out some of these guys later on you can fill the holes michael thomas might be coming back there's some ir guys coming back there's some rookies starting to step up So the time you can you don't have to panic but you know take a Take a look at who you are starting and how reliable they are. Now you got three weeks of what you've seen, you know, and they, I mean, you can find it. And again, you know, the other big position we talk about every week, right? What's the position you can find every week? Wide well, receiver seems to be a troll of them available every week. One of them you told us about last week and I didn't listen, but I, you know, 10 targets, well, apparently I wasn't ten? listening either. So who are we talking ten, about? 10? Ten? You're, you're probably Mr. 10 target Raymond over here. 10 oh, yeah. target Raymond, My huh? My buddy Khalif. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I think he only had 68 yards, but 10 targets, I'm listening. Now I'm listening.
0: So, Raymond, how many? Where did he actually line up? primarily i want to say he was in the slot but don't they, quote me on that yet so
1: so they ran they ran two tight they ran two wide receiver sets basically almost all day with him and uh and and your boy syphilis who didn't do as well <laughs> <laughs> no offense to see this buddy we love you seriously i do I think you're a touchdown red zone machine this year i think you're uh I, I think both these kids are a play i think they're a cheap play you know i mean did he do a lot? No, but again, ten targets is something you got to pay attention to. It, you know, he's out there on the waiver wire, and, and, and you're worried about Allen Robinson. I might be kicking the tires on ten on ten targets. I mean, I I'm just you know, and this is kind of what you're looking for. Like you know, I'm looking for a bye week guy in case somebody goes down. You know, you lost Sterling. Say Sterling Shepard might be out. Right, you're looking for a bye week guy to play. You should be looking at these target numbers. And again, uh, I I didn't. This Detroit team is very fucking interesting to me and very entertaining. And I'm pulling for this team because, like I said, they ran two wide receiver sets. Like, I've never seen, like, that was pretty much their base for the day. They're like, we're going to run, we're going to run two wide receivers, we're going to run two tight ends, and we're going to run like two running backs. And that's what they did. And they threw the ball to those, like, six players. Like, that was it. Like, that was it. And I was like, this is pretty awesome. Right. And that's why, you know, I think, you know, Jefferson is a good buy watching those two backs. Who, you know, yeah, Williams is getting all the carries, Swift's getting all the targets. So I'm like, I don't care, <laughs> I care which one I'm getting. <laughs> I'm getting one or the other on that. Just team. grab a piece. Just you know, just grab a grab a grab a piece of that team. So you know, I th- and I think this this wide was available like that. You know, this week on the waiver wire, um, I'm going to give you my guy, who is a guy I had last year in high old floor, and he found another team. Looks like he might have found another. You know, resurgence might have another shot here. You know, and that's uh, Colin Johnson at Big Bastard. I love this boy, six six, right?
0: Let's Colin talk Johnson. about
1: this guy. Colin Let's talk Johnson. about
0: Colin Johnson.
1: I love. I mean, Colin Johnson. People don't remember. Colin Johnson was on Jacksonville last year. He was actually productive for I think a three week stretch. He started three or four games in a row. Right, six seven target share. He's a big boy, right? He's six, he's six six. Red zone, very good receiver though. Nothing flashy at the top. Not super speed. Nothing. But again, signed by the Giants. You don't think nothing of it. Like I said, I'm kind of mad because he's on my watch list. He's a guy I'm, I don't have to pick up right now. But then he comes out and two receivers get hurt. Slayton goes out. Um, Shepard goes out. Both hamstrings, I believe. And who gets the targets is Colin Johnson comes in. I think he gets five for 60 or something. I think he had six, seven targets. Uh, I think him and Barkley led the team in targets um, in 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 that window when he came in. Um, And that's huge to me, right? That if watching the Giants, yeah, Kenny Galladay's getting, you know, six to seven targets. That's going to be expected. But Slayton's getting four or five, and Sterling Shepard's getting 10, 11. If they're both out, Colin Johnson's the guy to go to. Colin Johnson's going to see eight to 10 targets, and he's a bigger wide receiver. And I I always like Colin Johnson. He unfortunately got buried in Jacksonville, you know, with guys like Chenault and Shark, and then they brought him um marvin jones so he was the odd man out in that team but hey good for the giants signing a guy you know who who I think is gonna be really good and fills that role he's a you know big guy you know red zone threat um very good receiver you know not breakaway speed he's six six but again six six guy gets you out of jams you know and a guy like you know Jones running around there throwing some balls a little high sometimes you know that he might be better off I think that's why he's a little better suited than than a guy like Tony is who I like I'm not sure Jones has that touch to really hit Tony and Stride, where a guy like Colin Johnson might be better suited and probably get you some, you know, fade touchdown in the corner, right? I. I... Bravo, <laughs> bravo. Uh, you know.
0: There, I'd be lying to you if I said you don't leave me speechless quite often because uh, more often than not you actually do. You. So that was just another, another moment in time in which you, you have to take a step back try to figure out who the fuck it is you're talking about because you're probably digging real deep in the archives. And uh, and here's Colin Johnson <laughs> for you so why don't you, uh, why don't you go ahead and, and put that into your uh, pipe talking. and smoke it. So there
1: you go. <laughs> Oh, we're, watch this, on baby. All cylinders this week. Watch, watch this baby. That's a, that's a watch this guy owned taxi squad last year. See, <laughs> memory, memory. Pay attention. Well, awesome. this,
0: uh, you know what? You know what's really funny about that? We're talking about fundamentals in the in the show, in the beginning, uh, in our some of our beginning episodes where we're talking about building foundational components. And you just brought up your watch list, watch list from last year. And this is why it's so important to build those watch lists and really you know, start peeling back the layers of what it is you're looking for. There's stories within stories. Keep reading them. I had no idea about Colin Thompson up until about four minutes ago. But uh, I like, (laughs) but but you know, I I was reading a story about Tommy Tremble, and next thing you know, I'm watching his first touchdown in Louisville back in 2019. And there's a reason for it. It was I want to I want to keep peeling back the layers within these stories. And fun fact, love Tommy Tremble. Fun
1: facts today he was
0: a running back back in the day but then he kept getting bigger and then he had to slow down
1: explains the special teams thank you it, I expl- so, that thank you
0: so you know back when he was a puppy he used to he used to just you know that's just talent puppy. people with talent talent just find a way to play and and this is why journeymen like a jacob Hollister. A Colin Thompson, figure out ways to still stay on the field and figure out ways to stay relevant. And that's why, you know, uh, Dan Arnold is actually heading down to Jacksonville right now because he's just consistently talented and what they ended up doing in Carolina is grabbing themselves, you know, uh, a, a top end cornerback to boot. So it's not like he wasn't worth anything. He was worth a whole lot. So you know, it's a, it's a good flip from Carolina. Recognize that they had uh, some some good talent in that room. And, hey, and Jacksville panned out.
1: You know who else is a good boost for in Carolina? Um, before we leave off, Terrence Marshall. With uh, yes, Terrence Marshall. It's a good boost for Terrence Marshall. Very as much in, so. Again, and you saw it last week. Um, you know, you saw a lot of underneath. Sam um, Donald doesn't throw deep as Robbie Anderson is the one who's looking like the odd man out throw it a lot safe. And I think, you know, that's probably pretty smart with Sam Donald keep the interceptions down, throw open short routes, you know, move around and Marshall played a lot of possession receiver running, you know, little short routes, curl routes. And I thought he did a great job. Um, and I think you're right. I think that's, they saw that. They said, well, with Marshall here, you know, being bent what they thought, we really don't need the receiving tight end. We got, you know, a couple of good ones already, you know, Ian Thomas, we like, we've had four years and Tommy Tremble looks like a better athlete than we thought. So perfect. Yeah. Stack the defense. Anytime you can get rid of an extra asset, and pick up you know a guy started a guy back you up yeah absolutely I mean and, and that's a dynasty move if I got three tight ends you know and I'm looking to move am I selling Dawson Knox because he's like my fourth tight end if somebody asked me to paid me enough I'd move him. but you know then again you'd have to help me like, you know they weren't going to move them unless you gave him a piece that helped them and they needed a corner to fill that third corner spot they were a whole weak at so you know yeah good for them um you got any more guys on offense? What else you got? You got any more offensive guys? Actually,
0: Marshall was probably one of my last guys. So, oh,
1: nice. There you um, go. All so right. that was a good way to round that out. There you go. Um, Perfect.
0: I mean, other guys die time and time again.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some tight ends I mean, there's some tight ends. I mean, there's some tight ends I'm going to talk about. A lot of them, you know, they're getting five targets. I mean, there's, a, there's probably five or six that you can go get that, that they're getting, you know, five targets a week so
0: from a dynasty, it's
1: nothing nothing really to, nothing I'm going to pick up that's like mm-hmm. huge upside you know what I mean I mean if, if I need one fine you can go find one but there's nothing like I go man this guy could turn to something I haven't found anything that's really sitting out there
0: from a from a dynasty perspective I am uh you know uh Bateman was was drafted but he's actually eligible eligible to come off the IR oh, in the yeah. next couple of weeks But
1: we're getting to that time.
0: uh, I'm actually looking at, um, you know, from a redraft perspective. You know, is there a, is there a, is there a spot on my roster where I could put up Marshall or a or a uh, or a Bateman? You know, so those are those are the guys that I'm not only building on my watch list, you know, in redraft, but I, you know, I, I take my dynasty knowledge and i bring it over to redraft all the time and that's just that watch list thing that you know we keep uh we keep driving home here and uh and that's probably what what i'm looking at next so uh but i'm always ready to go into idp if you all sniffing and smelling what,
1: what do you got what do you got you got you got you got something you see so something?
0: so it was a sad sad day our buddy blake martinez
1: uh, uh Safest 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 linebacker in the years. It's been a rock.
0: Uh but hey, buddy, uh, you'll well, be
1: back. You'll be back, buddy, next year if you miss this it, year. But it, he'll definitely
0: rock. be missed. Uh, but a kick to the huevos like you never mm-hmm. want to see a guy go down, and that mm-hmm. that man's just an institution. So um so what's going on in New York? Who 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 fills the role there, Tom?
1: Well, <laughs> I mean it's it's Tay, it's Tay Crowder. Mm-hmm. Um it, 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 Tay Crowder was already getting, you know, a, a volume of snaps anyways. He was always the number two linebacker getting he was getting almost 100 percent of the snaps there anyways. I like Tay Crowder. I don't have a problem with it. If you need if you gotta fill it and you gotta go get Blake, go get Tay. He's not exciting to me. You know, I think he's I think he if I had to comp him to someone, I'd comp him to like a, a cole Holcomb where every once in a while like Cole did last week, I think he had 10 tackles last week, week before he gets you five. You know, he's going to play 100% of the snaps. So, like we say in IDP to, to, our, to, you know, teach newer people, if you need someone to start, this kid's going to start. He's going to get all the snaps, right? Is he going to get you 10 tackles every week? Probably not. But you know what? Again, bye week guy, Blake goes down. You know, and again, this linebacker is to go get in his range. Um, but he's the guy, unless you found someone else. Uh, I did not in that Giants core. There really is, was like, eh. No, the only other guy is that
0: that just orc that I'm gonna call Reggie Raglin. He, uh, no, he just no, he just holes is what oh, he does. I he didn't tell you that fucking, he actually uh, that yeah, well, he tackled he, much, but you know he, he certainly. I talked about oil. him
1: last week. I talked old, about him last week. The old oily rag. The blocked that one out. The good old call, old oily <laughs> rag. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, say, I'm not picking him up. I'm not picking him up. He just doesn't like. I mean, again, a crowd that wasn't getting anything as a number two linebacker on the Giants. So I don't want the number two linebacker on the Giants <laughs> at this point. Especially if it's regular if it's, Ragler, if it's the old railroad rags, I don't want them. Um, but, but, you know, again, these situations of, you know, replacement, like, you don't have to I can go full-blown trading for a linebacker. You can find one to fill the hole. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, find some prospects. And there's some other guys. You know, there's a couple of guys that we like out there who you could... Possibly go trade I'm, for. Or I'm
0: add. biting my words. I'm biting my words. CJ Mosley is really, really looking good. He's, he's everywhere on that field.
1: He's good at he's, football, and he's finally healthy. Good. I'm glad.
0: He, it's it's uh, biting my words. It's the only jet I want. It's the only jet you want right now. It, it's a hundred percent true. <laughs> uh by God, yeah. So that's that's. For all of you people who say, you know, Bobby, you don't know shit. Well, fine. <laughs> I'll bite my words. <laughs> oh, Bobby knows. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby knows. I, Bobby I told you knows. about Tommy Tremble. Eat
1: a but, Yeah, there you go. You're, you're, you're in. You know what? You know what's fun Is you own, you know, the next couple of guys that we're going to talk about. Like, you own these guys. You agreed. But, you know, what we saw, you found the similar things. Um, you know, we'll, we'll go with the easier situation uh first which was again a surprise um this week you know I, I told bobby i said i went in and i looked at every team and i looked at every team's snap share some something different to try right so i literally looked at every team's snap share and i tried to find some weird anomaly that kind of stood out to me Or guys memorized right and this one stood out right and then i had to look into why was there an injury there was no injury right and that was pete warner Mm. Pete Warner jumping up to a 49% snap share was Zach Bond, who dropped down to a 10% snap share. And I told you, I said, I haven't looked at this. And I said, it could be an injury. And the other words out of your mouth were like, nope. And I was like, wow. Okay. Absolute performance. Pete Warner.
0: Um, um, Bond was was on a short leash after week two. Uh, and, and it's Warner and, and that's, uh, that's, that's fun to see for,
1: for owners who were calling it out like yeah. yourself.
0: So smart,
1: smart football player, talented guy, you know, he was injured last week, so he's inactive. Um, and again, you know, Bond was a guy that people liked. Bond was a little bit different. People liked him last year. And again, I wasn't as high on him. Um, and they are two different linebackers to me. Bon's more of an athletic linebacker. Um, where again, you know, sometimes I lean more old school guys, a guy like Pete Warner to me. Uh, people like, Well, his cover isn't great, this isn't great. I go, But his linebacker IQ is off the charts. The guy just is lo- a linebacker, like he can read stuff, he understands it, you know. So sometimes, you know, that, that balance wins, and it is, it's nice payoff. And again, he's a guy. If you if you if I'm looking to fill Blake Martinez, I'm trying to go buy him. I want a guy like him because maybe there's potential future upside. I mean, buying a temporary linebacker doesn't make any point in dynasty IDP. Right. I, I, I'm not doing that. Right. I try to go, you know, I'm going to get a younger guy right? a guy like Pete Warner. That's good to go. Another kid, another rookie to go by who's on the uptick and he's been up every week. I think he's at 80%. And that's uh, our boy, Nick Bolton. Right. I mean, they, I mean, they're just pretty much just waiting to pull the full band aid off uh he's getting 80 percent and i'm fine with that you know and again you know him and uh you know jim and and davis is like that they're doing the same thing like his snaps are on 75 80 and i think they're doing it because you know they don't want to overextend them and i'm and i'm fine with that i don't expect rookie linebackers to walk in but that progression and seeing those guys trust and you know these are younger linebackers who i would go look at and try to acquire now to go fill a Blake Martinez, I would try to go, you know, uh, try to go get a Pete Warren cheap, right? Um, and well, I
0: got one more for you.
1: Oh, nice. While, so you while, got... while
0: we're talking about some, Sweet. some you know, is. Oh no, good. Oh, uh, I got one more. So who you got? Who well, you got? Well, nice. Breaking news: Jimmy yes. Collins just actually just got released. So that's
1: a good. That's a good lead in.
0: Yeah. So uh, you know, we were talking about it last week. Collins was on the outs with uh, with the coaching staff and well now he's outs with the whole damn team. So it's uh it's time for Derek Barnes to actually take the next step. Uh the coaching staff is is high on him and uh and in a way we rolled. This is this is what this is what you know, this is why you do your research, this is why you try to figure out you know, who the next man can potentially be on the way up. I mean, I didn't see Barnes moving moving Collins out, but I think Collins is trying to find uh find another team to win on, and that's why he's, you know, hitting the road.
1: Well, I mean, you are you're, you're right. Um, we didn't see Barnes, you know, moving out Collins. I never saw that. I saw I saw Collins I saw Barnes walking into a different role. Mm-hmm. And to defend Jamie Collins, who we love. This isn't on Jamie. This is on this isn't on Jamie Collins. If you look at this. This team changed the defensive scheme again. Jamie Collins, the history of his career, has been a great linebacker in one defensive scheme, and that's the old Belichick defensive scheme. That's the scheme that Matt Patricia ran. In this new defense they're running, it's not really suited for Jamie Collins' strength, unfortunately. So they're better off just not playing him. And, you know, again, some organizations, you know, would have played him and just made him look stupid or whatever else. But I thought, you know, I think teams who cut a guy and be like, listen, it's just not working. We're going to let you go play somewhere else. Good for you. Maybe you still are in the season. Perfect. But as for that, you know, that linebacking core, again, as we told you last week, I'm still, I'm buying all of them. Go, go take shots on all of them. I mean, if I want to start it, yeah, I'm going to get Alex. I'm going to get my boy Angelo. Right? I'm going, again, he's getting 100% snaps. He he, he was getting 100% snaps as a number two linebacker with Collins in there the first couple of games. So again, he's the guy I go get in the upside play. Yes, I think it's Barnes, but you know, just understand that, you know, Jalen Reeves, Mabin is still there, and he did have a similar snap share. Basically, him and Barnes split 50-50 is what they split, right? But I think, you know, whoever gets that role is definitely going to, you know, produce because I think this, you know, this Lions defense will produce now two linebackers, um, whereas their old defensive scheme really didn't. That old Patriots scheme, it only produced usually one linebacker in, in general, um, I think this one will too. So I think you can get I, honestly. You can buy all three of them, and we love Barnes. We really do. I think Barnes is the long term play. If I had to told you, if I'm rebuilding, I'm buying Barnes mm-hmm. for next year. But if I if you're gambling and looking for a starter, I'm, I'm going to get Maven and I'm getting Hands alone because I think Maven they might get they might give Maven a little bit more because he a little been there a little bit longer. But again, these are three guys that you can go buy, and you know one of these guys Maven should be on the waiver wire in the league. You know, Anzalone might still kicking around. And, again, Barnes is available in some leagues, too. Maybe teams aren't that crafty. Um, and this is a perfect situation. You know, uh, again, that's, you know, what we try to tell people a week ahead. You know, we saw the writing on the wall with Jamie Collins last week. You know, they re this week. The team said, yeah, that's it. He's inactive. And now he's released. And, you know, now you're going to scramble. But still, don't be, you know, fooled. You can go get a cheap linebacker, right? I mean, Martinez goes down. But a good situation you can go take a shot on one of these Detroit guys, right? That's how I'm filling the hole. I'm I'm going to get you know one of these guys or you know the kid um, the kid who's been playing well is the uh, the double A kid in San Fran. He's been solid.
0: Double A. he's <laughs> um, out yeah.
1: here. Again, numbers on numbers aren't staggering. I own him in a couple of leagues, right? Nothing flashy, but again, he's getting like a hundred percent. You know, he's getting all the target. He's getting all the snaps of a two mm-hmm. linebacker, five six tackles. There's a, like I said, there's a bunch of guys out there like that you can go get, but you can get some upside play, you know, and definitely, you know, some huger upside play with a guy like Barnes, um, you know, a guy like Warner, who, you know, we like with, uh, you know, possibly a bigger payoff, you know, and those are situations that we tracked that we liked. It's great to hear.
0: So, you you know, uh, as we keep talking about kind of guys that are under the radar, uh, Quincy Williams, uh, 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 yeah, you you can you vomit all you want. The numbers are just <laughs> you know if you, if you're chasing weird fucking guys right now because you're you're trying to backfill backfill you know your fourth linebacker or you're trying to stream something. Uh, Quincy Williams has, has at least produced in the past couple of weeks consistently, which leads me uh, a Delshawn's gone just you know if he's there he's going to be more of a linebacker depth uh i i had a little more higher upside on him i was unfortunately proven wrong uh happens to the best of us but quincy williams is at least consistently staying on the field uh cj mosley 67 snaps to uh quincy williams 63 um you know it, it's he had six tackles to mosley's five like I, i'm it just tells me that there's an opportunity for shared responsibility there. So that's all I got. <laughs> if you want to take
1: yourself off mute, <laughs> I just, I just, I just didn't even know how to process the fact that we. Once a fucking again, we made it back to the goddamn Jets. I was like, "Oh, did we make it back here?" Is some Twilight Zone. I go, I thought we had to already obligatory mention of them earlier in the show, but I guess we came back around to the fucking pain, which is why I got out of the Jets earlier in the season. Because again, is, I like the guy. It like is Stark why you guy. got out. I know. Again, I like a guy like Sherwood, right? And I saw the I saw the talent, like a guy like Phillips, who's more of a special teams player. But there's another rookie I like there. The guy, uh, the guy, uh, Hassam. Right, Um, never gonna pronounce your last name. Um, Another rookie linebacker they like. Again, the Jets don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like with anybody, the Jets do the same thing. And you know, the Jets just get a bunch of weird fucking talent, and they just just go go play football. And they're like, can you help them out a little bit? Like, can you tailor to what they do? Like, he's a rookie. He's a rookie quarterback, right? So let's not get him a tight end, right? Instead, let's trade the only tight end that we have, and Herndon, who's been the future pride of the years, let's give him the fuck away, right? And <laughs> let's let's start nobody at tight end, okay? Let's start like fucking nobody. Like, it's like seriously, like, it's, it's, <laughs> you might as well go get LeBron. I mean, maybe he'll fucking play just for the fuck of it. I mean, you know, I, I mean Seattle, I Seattle, Seattle and Dallas
0: trying mm-hmm. to get him in the lockout.
1: Yeah, I know they did. I heard. That's why I said it in there. it's funny. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, who they throw on the ball there? I mean, Trevon Wesco is getting some snaps over here, so it's great. I mean, Ryan Griffin. I mean, it's just like it, it, they just don't get him any help. Again, this team's bad. Stay away from this team. I don't want any part of the team. I have Corey Davis in a couple of redraft leagues, so I fucking hate redraft. But again, it's fine. That's why I'm a dynasty player. I win at dynasty. I don't give a shit about redrafts. I love it when the work guy talks shit to me. When you're like, yeah, I got like fucking 15 dynasty titles. Are you worried? I'm worried about this fucking work league over here, <laughs> <laughs> guys. You got Brady's backup. I'm worried about that fucking clown. Get out of here. But don't worry about it. My longevity will weigh out. But um, yeah, you're right. You're right about that, team. So yeah, I mean, listen, it's week four, right? Still, don't be the sad face guy. 0 and three. You know, look at it. You know, I talked to someone today about this, and I said you could be 0 and three, but I go, I know a lot of divisions where the guy in seconds, you know, he's at one and two. The guy in seconds at one and two. is only one win. You're the fuck there. So, and again, I'll say this. This is what I've noticed about this season. is This is the one of the most inconsistent starts of a fantasy season I've seen. Um, I can only come up with, like, uh, three three guys who've been totally consistent every week so far. Like, literally, I, I think only, like, Chase, Thielen, and Kelsey have literally produced every week. Everyone else has had some sort of fucking blip in there in three weeks. And I'm not saying I don't know what that means. It's just been that kind of way. So don't worry as much. My running backs aren't playing well. You know, and, and you know, Henry burnt me in week two, and Henry played great week one. I mean, he was garbage week one, right, and he had two good weeks, right? And, and again, you see it, you know, Zeke Elliott throw up on myself and then fucking two touchdowns, right? Uh, again, McCaffrey, you know, the injury sucks, but two good weeks down, right? Barkley struggles two weeks, good week. You, you haven't really had that, so don't don't jump the gun and be careful with your running backs, right? But again, on the second half of that running back thing is, you know, now some of that payoff that, you know, we talked about in the offseason, some of those guys look good, you know. Sermon looked, you know, looked okay, gets it with a touchdown. Williams is the guy I'm really excited about. You know, he keeps getting more and more touches in Denver right there. Um, so you can find guys patience, you know. You, you, again, you, you go get these guys who don't start, these rookies who are gonna come up and they'll play in week six, seven, and you can cover your ass with some of these injuries. That's why I'm you know, am I going to buy Chubb Hubert? No, I would try to go buy Devontae Williams, right? I, I honestly say he's the guy I go try to buy and pay more for. Right. I, I and honestly, I it's sad as to say, I'd rather go part to buy Michael Carter than Hubert. And the Jets are a fucking shit show, but I might be able to get Carter cheaper. You <laughs> so, should be. If, it if, should be. If
0: you're, if you're, I think if he's your offense producing a net zero for fucking yards, you should be able to get him pretty fucking easy. I, I
1: don't, I don't want him. But at least he's got upside. You know, I'd rather go, you know, pay for upside and something like that. than you know, don't, don't be the guy to buy Ronald Jones because you think there's a bounce back. I mean, it's cheap enough. I guess I would. <laughs> for some reason I hold out hope. I don't know what it is.
0: So from every basically taz thanks for just fucking breaking up the whole room but i think if what you're telling me if i were digested in a quick snapshot stay the course and be patient